Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Game Plan Podcast, a New York Jets Auto experience hosted by me, Tyler, and we are back for episode 21 of the Game Plan Podcast after a week away from the NFL Draft. Well, I guess almost a week. The New York Jets had their first round of the NFL Draft on Thursday, second and third rounds on Friday, and to round out the fourth, fifth, and sixth rounds, at least for the Jets, was on for Saturday. So, um, grades are in. Uh, from all major media platforms, they did pretty good by um, draft grade standards, A's across the board for most media platforms out there, although grades really don't matter at all um, at this time in the offseason. Uh, still got to see them play, still got to see them perform, make the team, all uh, all those accounted for there. So really happy the Jets got out of the draft. Um, Scott Free there, it looks like they did a great job. Um at least from everyone's standards that I've talked to. Um, I thought they did a great job. I would give them an A-. minus. Um, I thought they really executed all of their needs in this draft, most of them, uh, other than maybe cornerback, uh, though they drafted a lot of late-round talents later on. Um, got Zach Wilson at number two. Elijah Vera Tucker trading up for him at 14 is outstanding for the Jets. Um, I think they needed that. I think they needed to be aggressive in that spot. He wasn't going to be there at 23. So I think um, with the Vikings potentially there to take him and teams obviously like the Colts later on likely to take him as well. I think it's a great spot for uh, for Elijah Vera Tucker to go at number 14. He's the best guard in the draft among many who know their stuff. And I think Tucker being there at 14 for the Jets created a great opportunity for them to trade up. So it's really interesting to see how he's going to turn out for Gang Green, who will likely be playing left guard um, adjacent to Makai Becton there at left tackle. So seeing those guys hold down the left side of that line for the next 10 years plus, potentially, hopefully, will be uh, very joyful to watch after many sour seasons. The Jets not performing on the offensive line nearly as well as fans would like them to. And you would have to believe coaches and team would Really like that line solidified for as long as they're they're coaching those players and such. So rounding out the draft there with, I believe, five defensive players taken in a row, um, six defensive players taken in a row possibly, and four offensive players taken in that line in the first four picks there. You got Zach Wilson right there, QB. At number two, at number 14, you got Elijah Vera Tucker from USC. At number 34, the Jets pick up Elijah Moore from Ole Miss, a really good receiver talent there in the slot. Not only using the slot, though. Uh, primarily using the slot, though, he is a great deep threat and a great route runner, as many have seen clips on Twitter. Um, he's a beast, right? Uh, a lot of YouTube videos out there of him just burning guys down the sideline and uh, really breaking their ankles out there. So it's really exciting to see the Jets get a real receiver talent there in the draft, like they did with Mims last offseason. And hopefully they can really, both of those guys can develop into really good uh, receiving threats there for new QB Zach Wilson because uh, he needs it. Uh, you don't want to make the same mistake with Sam, right? And um, I think Zach has to be thrilled about the Jets going out and getting Elijah Moore and Michael Carter there in the fourth round. Um, he's got to be ecstatic. You have two weapons there, three weapons with Elijah Vera Tucker um, that can really help this offense improve, right? They, they were Bottom last in every major category under Gay. Sam Darnold was regressing. Now you come in here in 2021, 2022 with a guy like Zach Wilson throwing the likes of Mims, Corey Davis, Elijah Moore, Jameson Crowder, Keelan Cole. Having Keelan Cole as your number five wide receiver is outstanding. So um, Jets fans should be pumped about that. I think they did a 
A-plus job in the draft. Um, they really addressed the defense later on, right, with guys like uh, Jamie and Sherwood and Brandon Eccles and uh, all those guys. Hamza Nazarildine, right? They got him late in the draft. Outstanding value there. Who could have went in the second round? I really believe that. Um, I'm not sure if it was injury concerns or if um, Hamza just wasn't as thought of around league circles, but he, he's just still there for the Jets' safety slash linebacker. I think they're really excited about the defensive guys they got in the draft, and hopefully those guys could really perform on defense and make a name for themselves at that spot. So I'll go on to one or two questions here. I really want to talk about more of the draft and projected starters and how the rest of the offseason is going to get planned out for the Jets here. Um, if you haven't already, make sure you go check out my Instagram at New York Jets Game Plan. Posted a bunch of draft stuff on there. Um, Twitter at New York Jets Game Plan and read some of my stuff on the Jet Press. Um, I just posted a Elijah Vera Tucker article on there. Written Elijah Vera Tucker article on there a couple days ago. So I would really appreciate if you guys go check that out. Um, so without further ado, I'll get into a couple questions here. So at what would you do, bro? How many projected rookie starters? Um, I could see I could see a solid five coming out of this draft class, right? You have Zach Wilson, Elijah Vera Tucker, Elijah Moore might be starting out there. I'm not sure how that's going to turn out. Um, he's he might get some snaps with Crowder in and out, or he might or he might make a name for himself and take a place out there in the receiving core. That would be a sight to see. Um, I think with the Elijah Moore pick, though, the Jets were really planning for the future. Um, he's Jamison Crowder. This is going to be his last year here, most likely, and I think the Jets are planning ahead for a slot wide receiver there to take Crowder's spot. And I think they just got the guy in Elijah Moore. And I think they're not going to regret that pick one bit. I think he's going to be outstanding for getting green in year one. Um, so there, there's three right there. Starters, I guess you can count Elijah Moore as a starter, although might be a backup for the first couple of games. First season, we'll see how that turns out. Rotational piece. Um, you got Michael Carter out there. I don't know how the running back room is going to turn out, right? So you have Tevin Coleman, Michael Carter, um, you got guys like little Michael Pirine, Ty Johnson, Josh Adams, all there fighting for a roster spot. Going to be really cool to watch that camp battle go down. And I would love to see a guy like Ty Johnson make the team, right? I don't know if there's a spot for Michael Pirine. I don't know if he fits in this offense. A draft pick by Douglas in the third round, not two years ago. So it'll be interesting to see where he fits into this offense if he makes the team. Um... But I could see a solid five, right? You go into guys like that are going to switch the linebacker that the Jets pick in the later rounds, like Jamie Sherwood and Hamza Nazareldin. I'm not 100% sure still how to uh, pronounce that last name, but um, guys who are going to are projected to switch to safety, right? So uh, switch the linebacker. Um, so we'll see how that turns out there. The Jets could still use a will linebacker there. Um, so the Jets might have found one in the six defensive draft picks that came um in the latter part of the draft. Um, good question there, though. Um, this question is from at Nate underscore Watts. I'm going to um, redirect this question a little bit. Do you believe the Jets did well in the draft, we'll say, right? Uh, the original question was, do you believe the Jets stole the draft? Um, not 100% sure how that question is phrased, but we'll go, do you believe the Jets did well in the draft, right? Do you believe the Jets did well enough in the draft to improve this roster in and out, right? Um and I think they did. I think they upgraded on offense and they upgraded on defense, right? I think they upgraded the offensive line. They upgraded the defensive line in this draft as well. Um, I think I think it's going to be really cool to watch these guys perform in training camp and try to make a name for themselves come week one, right? So I think just the Jets did an A-minus job in the draft. 
Um, always room for improvement, right? You rarely give A pluses because there's always room for improvement. There's always guys that you probably could have taken over others that might have filled another need or that could have been um, talented in a different way. But I think the Jets um, did really well, and I think that's going to be proven with preseason, with the regular season, and how these guys really pan out moving into 2021 and beyond. So really excited for this 2021 class, and hopefully they can all pan out down the stretch for the New York Jets. Um, so obviously, just to get into a little more about the Jets draft class, right? So they drafted 10 total guys, um, didn't move back into the seventh round. Their last pick was in the sixth round. Um, defensive tackle out of Arkansas, um, Jonathan Marshall. So he's their defensive tackle. You got a guy like Brandon Eccles coming in here from Kentucky. A lot of defense later on, right? So Eccles is going to primarily play that uh, safety spot, cornerback spot for the Jets. Um, you got a guy like Jason Pinnock, right? So you have a guy like Jason Pinnock who's going to come in here and play corner who has really performed in the college level, right? Um, I saw a bunch of stats today that said – he was number two in a lot of categories, and I think behind, of course, guys like J.C. Horn, Caleb Farley. Um, but I, I think it's really it's really impressive how the Jets really address defense later on in the draft, and that some of these guys are really going to stick. I really believe that. Michael Carter the second defensive back out of uh, Duke, right? Connor Hughes of the Athletic reported that the Jets really are interested, are really intrigued by Michael Carter and what he's going to bring to that slot position on defense. He's going to play slot cornerback, I think, for the Jets if they don't re-sign, say, a guy like Brian Poole, who I still think they should look into re-signing. And, of course, right, it, they still need to look into the cornerback market. You have guys like Steven Nelson, Richard Sherman, Brian Poole out there still. A lot of good free agents and a lot of good options for the Jets moving forward if they do go the free agency route at cornerback. I still don't think he's going into this season with Bryce Hall, Michael Carter, um, Michael Carter II, um, and bless Juan Austin. I just don't think you do it. Um, I think you have to go and look for a veteran option there at cornerback, and I think the Jets are going to address it a little later on, right, uh, in free agency as we're in the latter part of free agency at this point. Um, those are really all the questions that I had right now. Not too many questions put in this week. Obviously, a lot of guys are probably burned out from the draft, right? Um, long weekend. Uh, Jets did a lot of good things, though, and I'm really excited for the future. I think the Jets have a really good shot of turning this thing around, right? Um, with Robert Sala coming in here, we all saw those uh, post-draft um, or the draft calls, right, to all those players, how Robert Sala and Joe Douglas are all pumped up. You just love to see that from a head coach and GM tandem right there. Um, Joe Douglas with all those... Uh, mini gifs and clips about him just getting excited and really pumped up, amped up for this draft. And it's really cool to see. It's, it's a new refreshing energy that we didn't get with guys like Mike McCagnin and Adam Gase. Um, yeah, Adam Gase and Mike McCagnin sitting at the table, McCagnin alone, Gase all troopy. You have guys like Douglas and Sala, right, all, all amped up for the draft. And I think it's really important. It gets fans amped. It gets players amped on those phone calls, right? And it's really cool to have them, have them uh, welcomed in in the right way. So... Really appreciate you guys sticking around for this podcast. Um, I'll have another one next week, episode 22. Hopefully, uh, hopefully you can get more guests on. As we just had Joe from Turn Up the Jets, and um, we had Justin uh, Justin Freed from the Jet Press come on a couple weeks ago, right? So hopefully I can get a few more guys for you um, on here. Uh, but I really appreciate you guys sticking around for this one. Um, 
if you have not already, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Interkids Gameplay and read some of my stuff on the Jet Press. Just wrote an article on Elijah Vera Tucker. That should be really cool to read on there. Um, I really appreciate you guys. My name is Tyler, and I will see you next week.